she's Lisa, and she rants. You are now listening to the Lisa Rants Podcast. Hello! What's up, everybody? I'm back with another episode. I'm not going to lie, this might be a short one, might be about 15, 10 minutes. I don't know what to talk about. Like, it's the week before the holidays, and I just feel like everything is super chill right now. Not much important stuff going on in the media, but I do have a couple topics I want to rant about, so let's go. The last time I talked to you guys, I pre record this obviously before I post, and Honestly, right after I posted it, all that information about the little boy, I think it's Cretan, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but we all saw the viral video of this boy and he's crying because he got bullied and, you know, it's just a huge thing on social media. And literally right after I posted my podcast, all this information comes up about how his family is full of white supremacists, they're racist, like horrible things about the family. And I'm not saying that this like diminishes what's going on with him. But I was listening to other podcasts like the Joe Budden podcast, which is probably my number one favorite, and um, Charlemagne the God's podcast called Two Brilliant Idiots. And they also discuss this topic. And, you know, I don't know, now I'm kind of like teetering back and forth. Bullying is such a sensitive topic, and I never want to make light of it. But just listening to what they had to say just really kind of opened my eyes. Learning now that his family is involved with white supremacy. Do you guys think that maybe this gave other kids ammo to bully him? You know, it's like sometimes, ugh, this sounds horrible, but how is Cretan treating other people? You know what I mean? Um, personally, I just feel like if he's mean, then maybe other kids are being mean because of that. You know, if he's racist, they're just going to find something wrong with him to make fun of. I don't know. I'm just I'm just trying to play devil's advocate here. Just put something out there, a different perspective. Obviously, if that's his parents' views and not his, you know, I apologize. And there's no excuse for him being made fun of. But it just makes you think of, like, if that's the family he comes from, trying to, you know, they're trying to profit basically off his bullying and just making it into this viral thing and asking for money for being bullied. I mean, honestly, that is a little much. Um... I think they raised maybe $50,000, which is crazy. I mean, I feel like every kid gets bullied, you know what I mean? And that's what Charlemagne the God was discussing. He was saying, like, I have no sympathy for him. Like, everyone gets bullied. It builds character. Joe Budden was saying it builds character. Like, I mean, I've never really been bullied, but, you know, I've gone through the typical middle school, high school girl drama, which is basically bullying in its own right, and... You know, it does build character. It sucks. I cried and there was horrible days. And But I feel like it makes you stronger. And I feel like, not that it's like necessary for every kid to go through. I mean, I, I could do without the childhood trauma. But like, <laughs> honestly, I don't know. It is an interesting point of view. Just what they were talking about. They were just, they didn't feel sympathetic towards him. They felt like, you know, he was a bad kid himself. And I don't know, there was just all these different views. So I'm just curious of what everyone else thinks about it. I'm personally conflicted. Like I said, bullying should never be tolerated. But I do feel like, you know, a lot of people go through it. And unfortunately, but I don't regret anything I've been through. I know a lot of people, you know, no one looks back and says like, 
bullying ruined my life. I mean, obviously there's different extents of bullying. Like if someone's literally beating you every day, like they said they were, Creighton said they were pouring milk on him at lunch. Like that's like, what? You know what I mean? Like that's crazy. Like that's, that's a lot. And that should never be tolerated. But at the same time, if he's spitting back hate about racism and making fun of, you know, my other minority kids, then he had it coming. You know what I mean? So it's one of those things we don't know the full story. Do I think that people should have donated thousands of dollars to him? No. I don't know. Like I said in my previous podcast, I just... The important thing is to just focus on the kids in our own lives. I understand the controversy. A lot of people didn't understand why he was getting so hyped up about it. You know, that's just how the internet is. Things go viral. People feel bad. And we all show attention to this one kid, even though there's millions of kids being bullied on the daily billions of kids who don't have a viral video to get out of, millions of kids who commit suicide, you know what I mean? So I think instead of hyper-analyzing this whole situation, like I said before, please just focus on the kids in your own life, make sure they're okay, make sure they're nice kids, make sure the kids in your life aren't the bullies, because that's who we need to focus on, we need to focus on the actual bullies. Okay, but honestly, enough of this topic, it sucks, I'm getting bored of it myself, honestly, so... I was checking the stats of my podcast, and first of all, I'm very grateful, like I said, to all of you that listen. Like I said, I'm just shocked at how many people actually listen to this, how many people enjoy it, how many people have learned something from it, which is honestly the ultimate goal. Like, I just look at my stats and I'm like, who are all these people? Like, (laughs) it's low-key kind of crazy, too, because I don't know. I don't even, because you have to, let me set the scene for you guys real quick. I'm literally in my mom's office with a microphone and I talk to myself for like hours. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's so personal and private and just this fun thing that I do. And I don't even realize how open and honest I am until, you know, I post it and then like, I'll be at work and a coworker will be like, so what happened to the guy that ghosted you? And I'm like, shook. Like, I'm triggered. Like, they literally bring it up and I'm like, you you heard that? You know that? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't even realize how open and personal I am on this podcast until someone brings up, like, the crazy stuff that I say. And uh, honestly, looking at my stats, my ghosting episode is by far the most popular episode. Like has maybe double the amount of listens on it, downloads, everything. I'm just like, whoa. I don't really know why. I'm still trying to figure out why. And I want to, you know, obviously if that's popular, I want to create content that is popular that you guys will enjoy. I don't really understand what about that episode is so good. I think maybe, you know, people obviously like the topic of relationships. And I'm going to have like a lot more relationship topics coming up. I really want to do an episode on breadcrumbing and situationships. That's going to be coming maybe next week, maybe not. I'm not sure. That's something that I really want to plan out and I want to make it really good for you guys. I also have a guest coming up in a couple weeks as well. So, you know, I'm just kind of getting better at this. But it's just so funny that everyone loves that ghosting episode so much. I think it's because... I'm just so open and vulnerable. Like, I'm literally telling you guys the most embarrassing story about me being ghosted. I think that's what you guys appreciate about it the most. I think, you know, it's all about me being raw and real and open with you guys. And I try to do the best that I can. 
I mean, if I have to capitalize off my trauma, I'll do it. So let's get into the girly things that I want to talk about. So not to bring up the Kardashians again, but here I go. So Kim K, I don't even understand this. So she has an app and I don't know if it's her app or not. This is what I'm really confused about, but apparently she has an app. If you ladies use the app like to know it currently, it's basically like that. It's called, uh, what is it called? Uh, Hold on, hold on, hold on. It is called the Screenshot app. And it's basically where you screenshot an outfit or just something on Instagram. And then it will take it over to the Screenshot app. And then it will tell you exactly where you can get the items. So at first I was like, okay, lit. Like, this is awesome. I'm in. So I downloaded the app. And... Honestly, five minutes into the app, I noticed the scam, okay? So ladies, this is a very important disclaimer. Nine times out of ten, you will not find the exact outfit. You will not find the exact shoes. You will not find the exact dress. Here's what I noticed. So I put in, like, a couple photos from bloggers, but then I also put in my own photo where, obviously, I knew exactly where it was from. So it's my um, 23rd birthday photo. <laughs> Follow me on Instagram, Lisa Smith underscore. I had to put my plug in there. But I put that in. I You know, obviously I know that I got my shoes from Nordstrom. I know where I got my dress from Lulu's. And I put it, I screenshot it and it goes to the app. And it's just giving me all these other dresses and shoes. And I'm like, hey, this is, you know, it's like, it wasn't the exact ones. And I'm not going to try to put this app down. I mean, it did a pretty good job. But the thing that I did not like about it is the fact that it only is sourcing, like, very key brands. So I noticed after doing about five photos that they're most of the time they're only getting their clothes from Fashion Nova, Forever 21, Boho um just like these very like instagrammy stores you know what i mean like revolve like they're all from the same couple places asos and i'm just like i mean i don't mind that because obviously when you follow a lot of fashion bloggers their stuff costs like 800 dollars, like 600 dollars jeans and stuff like that so it's cool because you know then they can find me a nice dupe on Fashion Nova, baby, <laughs> for like $20. So I like it. And like, I'm going to keep the app, but just know that you're not going to find the exact thing you wanted. Yeah, see, misguided. I'm really scrolling through, through it as we speak. So just know that you're not going to get like the high quality, exact, exact brand that is in your photo. So basically, I feel what this app is, is... It was a chance for brands to get together to try to capitalize off of Instagram fashions. So I feel like it's the same maybe 15 companies and they just sourced all their imagery and all of their outfits and then they're just like, hey, they use some advanced technology to be like, hey, this dress looks like this dress from Fashion Nova. Let's put it as a dupe. And it's like, when I put my birthday photo up there, you know, I felt like Lulu's was a pretty... Not a popular brand, but it's like a good brand if you're, you know, getting going out dresses and stuff like that. So I was very shocked that they wouldn't have the exact dress just pop up. You know what I mean? 
Um, so just be aware of that, ladies. Um, if you're trying to get that Kim K app, it's not going to give you like the exact, exact dress. It's going to give you some Forever 21 knockoff probably. But, you know, for me, I'm 23 years old. At my price point, this works for me. But if you're really serious about getting the exact outfit that someone has, you probably won't be able to get it unless the person that you're trying to get the outfit from literally only shops at Fashion Nova. So, um, it did help me. This one girl, she had shoes on from Public Desire, so I was able to get the exact shoe. So basically, you just have to follow those like Instagram kind of like baddie models who only dress at these type of places for it to really work. You know, if you're following like a a more legit fashion blogger, you're not gonna find the exact things. So I give the app Screenshot by Kim Kardashian like a three out of five. I'm gonna keep it, but I wish I could actually get the real, real shit. You know what I mean? I just feel like it was advertised wrong. So ladies, you're welcome. And next on my topic of girly things. So this is my skincare segment of the podcast. So I have this book called Eat Pretty and I highly, highly recommend it. It's just this awesome book that basically tells you all the, you know, good and healthy, clean foods to eat. And it also lists their benefits, you know, all the vitamins, nutritional benefits, just everything like that. And it also, you know, gives you kind of diet plans and just if you have dry or weak, brittle hair, it tells you what types of food to eat. It's basically just promoting, you know, beauty from the inside out. And I'm not going to lie to you guys. I feel like my diet has been very trash this, basically the whole year of um, just being, you know, starting my job. I just felt like I was in a rut of just like, you know, I wake up in the morning, roll out of bed. I get in my car. I'm driving, I get to work, I sit in a desk for eight hours, you know what I mean? It's just like I was sitting, 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 and my my I felt like my metabolism was just getting so low, and I just didn't feel good anymore. Thankfully, about two or three months ago, I finally got a gym membership, and I just feel a lot better now. But, you know, just for my New Year's resolution, I really, really want to get back on my diet you know just eating better foods I honestly feel like I have a sugar addiction like yeah it's just an awesome book you know if you just want to have a better relationship with food and learn how to eat again please 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 pick that up you will not regret it also just segueing with the skincare thing I was watching one of my favorite youtubers Raven Elise I've been watching her since like early college probably maybe five years now And one main thing that she always talks about is that she's always struggled with very severe cystic acne. And, you know, her process, literally over five years, she has tried everything. And, you know, we've all just, all of her followers and subscribers have been going along this journey with her. You know, she'll find something to use that's different and that it'll work for a little while, but then her acne will just come back full-fledged again. Um, You know, and I'm someone who struggles with a skin disease theirself, um, atopic dermatitis, and it's not something I really talk about because, you know, it's a big insecurity of mine, but I really just related to her latest video because she was just talking about how she struggled with her skin, you know, all of her, you know, teenage life and into adulthood, and people just always have so much to say to you about 
what you should and shouldn't be doing. And I just want to talk to anyone who's struggling with not only acne, but any other skin problem. Because I just related to her so much, you know, growing up with my skin problem, people are always like, oh, have you used this lotion? Have you used this? It's like, you don't know me and my body. Everything works for different people. And, you know, I know I just recommended that, you know, eat pretty book and I'm doing it more just to feel better and just eat have a better diet but you know for for some people a better diet is not going to contribute to better skin and it could be hormonal it could be this it could be that it could be so so many things and I just want to talk to people who are struggling even if you're struggling with your weight no matter what you're struggling with it's tough. You know, everyone's a critic. Everyone wants to tell you what you're supposed to be doing. Oh, you don't wash your face. That's why you have acne. Oh, you eat too much fat. That's why you're overweight. Oh, oh, you don't. It's like take control of your own body and learn to love yourself flaws and all. You know, don't let people bring you down or tell you what you should be doing with your body. Um, you know, she just really inspired me with that video because it's just like people just have so much to say all the time and I just remember being little and just being on the train and people are like, oh, have you tried this? Or like just making you feel bad about your appearance and just trying to tell you that you're not taking care of yourself because of how you look. And I just think it's really shitty. You know what I mean? And I just don't understand why. I know that it's coming from a good place. People try to help you. They're like, oh, if you use this, then you'll look better. Or, oh, your skin will clear up. Or, oh, you'll lose weight. Or it's like, Mind your business. I just feel like if if someone doesn't ask you, hey, what should I be doing? I, I really need your help. You know, unsolicited advice is just, it can cause more harm than good. So yeah, it's a really random topic, but I just had to bring that up. I was just like so triggered by that video. And you know, you can go watch her journey and I, it's just crazy. Like you can just try so many different products and just do so many different things and it still won't you know, heal your skin, and it's just tough, and I know that a lot of people battle with things like this all the time, but I just want to speak to those people, but I also want to speak to the other ones who, you know, have a perfect body and flawless skin, you know, don't tell people what to do with their skin, with their body, with their lives, like, stay in your lane, you don't know how it feels to struggle with something like this, so, oh, I just had to talk about it, so, yeah. So, to wrap this podcast up, I know it's going to be a little short. I told you guys already. I tried, tried, tried my best. This won't happen often. I will have my shit together from now on. I will have a clear schedule of what exactly I want to talk about. And it will be the full 30 minutes. So, I had to wrap this up with just astrology, of course. So, this past weekend was the Sagittarius new moon. And this new moon ritual... Oh, sorry. <laughs> Let me just back it up there. Sometimes I do new moon rituals. And if you guys follow Mystic X Lipstick on Twitter, if you guys are into astrology, you have to follow her. Like, she's just amazing and she drags every sign and just reads us all to filth, but we love it so much. Um, she posts, like, rituals every full moon and new moon. And I know that kind of sounds, like, weird, but it's really helped put a lot of things into perspective. It keeps me on track with my goals and... I'm just really um, a believer in like the powers of the moon and I don't know it just really affects you and it, it ties into astrology really well so 
I did the new moon ritual this weekend and it was the Sagittarius new moon. Of course, we're in Sagittarius season, which is low-key trash, but you know, I won't talk too much about it, but it was just a great, great ritual that just made me feel so empowered and good. It's a ritual that really helps bring in the new year in a really good light. It focuses on manifesting like really big goals for the next year, just, and I was just going in, you know, just writing down my deepest, truest desires and just believing it with all my heart. And um, by the time you guys listen to this, you can actually still do the podcast until I think, oh my God, not do the podcast. What am I saying? I'm crazy. You can actually do the new moon podcast till I think this Wednesday and this will be up Monday night. So if you guys are catching this within 48 hours, you guys should check it out. Reach out to me if you don't know what the um, ritual entails. I will let you guys know all the details, but please do it. I just think it's such a great way to just get clear on your goals for the next year and just, you know, just put all that good energy out there and try to manifest like really, really big things that you don't think, you know, could even be possible. So it was just a really good, positive feeling. I overall had an amazing weekend. Like even my mom was telling me like, oh, you had a really good weekend. Like from, from Friday all the way to like Sunday night, I just had a good weekend, like, good times with friends. I went to this amazing, like, new club in Boston. Like, I don't even know what Boston is anymore. We're trying to be, like, bougie as hell and elite, but I'm absolutely here for it. So I just had a blast, and um, I'm just feeling good, you guys. I don't have much to say because it's like, I'm in a really good place right now. I feel like I'm going to wrap the year up so amazingly. I love doing this podcast work is going well. I love my friends. I love my mom. I love everyone. And I just hope I can, you know, keep spreading you guys joy and good vibes. And I know this probably wasn't the best podcast I've ever done, but just know I'm working so hard trying to give you guys good content. I appreciate you guys coming back every, every week to listen to me. Like you guys don't understand how much this means to me. And I just work so hard to just make this happen and it's just one of my biggest accomplishments I'm not gonna stop I'm never gonna stop so I'm just gonna try to be as consistent as possible I love feedback I feel like people like I have so many listeners but I don't get any feedback like no one tells me like oh that was good or I don't know it's so weird so just please hit me up with any feedback I'm Lisa Smith underscore on all social media for those who don't know me personally And yeah, just any comments would just be so appreciated. I love you guys so, so much. Not sure if I'm going to be posting on Christmas, but I will, um, you know, if not, I will talk to you guys in the new year. Okay, love you so much. Bye.